while we finish setting up Scott, let me remind you guys about some of the membership tiers here at the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. For a buck ninety-nine a month, you get loyalty badges, custom emojis, members-only community posts. That's the starters tier. And then for $4.99 a month, it's less than $60 for the entire year. That puts you in the coaches tier membership. You get all those same starter tier perks, plus overtime videos, member shout-outs, discount codes for merch, and much, much more. And one last thing I want to remind you guys about. If you text the word SHOW, S-H-O-W, to this number, 216-435-1590. That is 216-435-1590. You would put on a Haymarket list and get daily texts about the show, teasing what's upcoming and maybe a little sneak, te- sneak peek, tidbit behind the scenes. I like that. Info on that. That's for everybody. You Direct marketing. Member, I like it. Totally free. You might as well sign up. That's text the word yeah. show to 216-435-1590. And with that, let's welcome on Indians legend Scott Bales. Yeah. Scott, it's great to legend. see you again. Listen. <laughs> yeah. Legend. If you lived through the late 80s, and you can right. talk about it, yeah. you're a legend. Well, what's what's funny, <laughs> though, is you made your big league debut in 86, of course. Correct. Which is a very famous baseball season, right? Not I, And you guys were decent. I think you finished like eight games over 500, something yeah. like that that year. Decent. But the, the team was awful in 85 and awful in 80. I think you lost 100 games. I know you were on the team in 85, but I believe they lost 100 games in 85 and in 87. But somehow in 86, I know you finished fifth or whatever middle of middle yeah. of the road but that was the old al east days they, they oh finished over gosh. 500 at least in 86 in 86 yeah we didn't know any better we were all from double a <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, right. i mean eight of us were from double a skipped Damn. over triple a because there were no players there <laughs> wow. and i remember in august uh, brett butler said we need to vote on playoff shares yeah so we voted and then we lost about 18 out of 20 yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and didn't get it. Thanks, Brett. Yeah. You had, you won 10 games that year, I think. I won you? 10 games. I had, I think, 10 saves, which is worth a lot of money nowadays. Yeah. yeah oh, true. my goodness. You were born like 30 years too soon. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because for sure. your skill set today is, I mean, teams are paying guys $10 million for yeah. guys that threw the ball the way you did today. Yeah, I mean – I work for the double-A Springfield Cardinals in Springfield, Missouri, and so I, I still watch a lot of double-A baseball, and mm-hmm. there are no complete games. Never. Um, Nothing, yeah. There are pitch regiments from the St. Louis Cardinals. If you pitch, if you throw over 20 pitches, next day off in relief. As a Day rule. off. They Is that organization-wide? Organizational-wide. Does that seem? 20 pitches. I know that, that that's your employer, but does that seem? I mean, from a guy, you had I don't a lot know. of complete games. As I don't I remember. know. I had a the few. Game's changed. You I know, mean, it's just the it's way different. It is. It's, you know, Scott. Like, you, I, I ask these guys all the time. Like, you know, what what happened? Like, you, you watch Nolan Ryan in these complete what games. Happened? Like, Salaries. Like the it, investment. Is it just that the the arms are different now, or is it just it just you know? I, no, I and I I never want to be that you know things were tough back then and we worked hard. These guys are bigger, they're stronger. You walk through a clubhouse now, wow, that was an oldie. <laughs> um, <laughs> Look at that young guy. Um, <laughs> who is that? Um, they're bigger, they're stronger, but because they don't pitch as much, I think they they get hurt easier. So the qu- the question yes. to, to, to really is, they, they are they're bigger. They're no doubt. They're better they, conditioned, they, for got, sure. They've got, they've got the latest and greatest. 
uh, of technological advances, right, to help them get better food regimen. I mean, people, when I was still playing, people were going to McDonald's for the game, right? They still were doing no that, doubt. right? They still yeah. doing that. My question to you, are they better? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I Because th this is a question that gets asked for the NBA. For basketball. The, NBA, the NBA guys say this. They're not better, right? They got, they got a better, they got better But isn't tools. that Brad, uh, to but who knows? get off my lawn kind of stuff? Yeah, it is. No, no, here, it uh, no, no, like no. It. see, this is where you're mistaken. Yeah. I'm talking about strictly skill set. They oh, don't, oh, have, so they, they don't have the skill sets. Yeah, no, I, I, no, would, they I do would not. agree with that. They're not better players. Yeah, Scott, yeah. One, one of the things that, and, and you touched on it, when you walk through the facility in Goodyear, which is where a lot of the players are for the bulk of the year, um, you know, a lot, a lot of the guys, you, you know, the younger clubs train there, play there in the summer. Yeah. It's it's like you're walking through an NFL weight room. Yeah. It's just incredible yeah. the, 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 the amount of money that is spent on that and the nutrition end of it. Take us through what the spring – were you in Tucson or were you in Florida I was in yet? Tucson and, and a little bit in Winter Haven. Okay, so take us through what those facilities look like. Oh compared to what the it, average facility it, looks like it's, today. It's, oh, yeah. it's, no. it's hard to even, it compare. even compare. Did you even have? There's so In Tucson, Arizona, we had, you know how now they have the stadium field, six full-size fields, two infield fields, covered batting cages. In Tucson, Arizona, it was at a city park. Yeah, 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 yeah. In Tucson. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was a stadium. Right? Was it was a city park. It was like High Corbett Field. High Corbett off, Field. Off-season, what did they, did they care about what you did in the off-season? Never talked to anybody. Never talked to anybody. Did you have you a job? Go home did you have another anything? job in the off-season? Um, yeah, I, uh, my first two years, I, w I would go to play winter league baseball in yeah. Venezuela and Puerto Rico, where you can make more money than in, right, in right, the big sure, leagues sure. at wow. the time. No kidding. Yeah. What? Yeah. You yeah. could make more playing yeah, yeah. better than you yeah, could yeah. have made Minimum leagues? salary, my my rookie year had just 40. gone, went from thirty-five to 60000 I said 40000 Now That's it's what, $700,000? dollars That's, That's mind-boggling, Scott. Jay, so he talk, sixty grand. you tell yeah. me in the 80s. I mean, I had teammates that made $40,000. Right? Yep. Yeah. And didn't have a car. And, and the veteran guys <laughs> and the veteran guys just abused us because oh, yeah, abused you're me. making sixty. <laughs> right, you don't right, deserve yeah. that. Yeah, oh, my well, God. Yeah, the right, disparity right. between... Oh. Uh, I've been in the league five years. I'm yeah. only making 70. That's yeah. insane. And so, it, but the facilities now, like oh, you yeah. said, in good year. Yeah. Indoor conditioning, oh. everything biometrics. Oh, yeah. yes. They have a, one of their fields there is the exact dimensions of progressive. Right. Which is smart. Yep. But it's interesting that they I build mean, it they've got that. so many fields that, oh, by the way, this one is our progressive mirror. Yeah. And, and I, this one is the t in field only. And this and one Jay, is. I don't know because this is a sports are copycat leagues. I don't know what organization started. It's just like the planes, right? The private planes. In my oh. first three years, we were flying commercially. I was flying out of O'Hare yeah. United all guys, the time. Guys, this is not news. Yeah. Things, time has moved on right, now. But, yeah. but, but, I'm saying, yeah. but I'm saying is yeah. they're, they're copycat leagues. Who here. did start it, Scott? So Was who it the Yankees? The, the fields or, yeah, like or the, 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 facilities, the better travel? Because I know it, the Legends Field in, in Tampa is a beautiful complex. You I don't know, know if that was first. Yeah, I, I, I don't know the mega complex for spring training. Right. Yeah. It's just when they phased out and started going in, everyone built 
that you know yeah. the Cardinals are in Jupiter and they yeah. have a shared like, yeah. like with the Reds yes like they're the, with the Marlins right to yeah. Jay the plane Cardinals the planes and NBA NBA started from the Pistons yeah. I know they were the first to they're the first commercial and the Cardinals was so outdated after spring training this year they took the entire complex down to the ground. Oh, they're building a well, new stadium, it, yeah. buildings. Even in the minor leagues, like I was doing play-by-play -play in the minor leagues, 99-01 to 01 in the New York Penn League. Mm -hmm. And some of those stadiums, did you play in the Penn League? No. You didn't. But some of those stadiums, like in towns like Batavia and Oneonta, and you, I mean, they were dumps. Old and then the City newer Park. stadiums came in, and they were like just smaller versions of Major League Parks. Right. Right. It's such a difference. But the car, by the way, the Cardinals... I mean, right now they're the biggest disappointment in the entire big leagues. Yes, I, they I'm are. stunned. I thought Thanks they were for bringing that up. I, <laughs> yes, they are. Yeah, listen, I, 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 as a Cubs fan, I hate the Cardinals, but I expected the Cardinals. I picked them to win the division. Listen, I don't, thought they don't, win. don't count them out. No, I'm not. I never count the Cardinals out, but I thought they'd win the division going away because I thought Milwaukee would go backwards this year. Right. And nobody's really good. Even Pittsburgh got off to a good start. They've lost nine of ten. Yeah. But I'm stunned how bad the Cardinals have been, except against the Cubs the other and, day. And their lineup from one to nine, I look at it and think, right. man, I would hate to pitch against that lineup. There's but, no holes. But By no one's hitting. Yeah, By the way. It's the, like the Guardians. Goldschmidt. Honestly, you know, they've got no power in the, honestly, the Cardinals and, in, and Guardians should make a trade because the Cardinals have an abundance of good outfielders. And power. Yeah. And power. And the Guardians have nothing. Right. You know, they, they need a right fielder. I mean, you, you got Dylan Carlson. You got uh, Tyler O'Neill, who I know he's hurt right now. But Burleson, uh, the kid Jordan Walker that they, they just, just sent, sent down. down for right, really right. no reason. If you're going to let a kid jump from double A yeah. to the big leagues, let him play. Let him play. And yeah. Is he in triple A now? He's in triple okay. A. Yeah, I mean, he's such a good prospect. He was a huge story in spring yeah, training. kind of a strange it was weird move. the way they've handled that. Scott, yeah. One of the things that I was always fascinated by your career, I, and I always used to, you know, I would follow guys very closely when they were in Cleveland, but I would – I picked favorites that I really liked. I just loved your approach on the mound. I, I loved watching you pitch. So I followed you after Cleveland. And then you disappeared. And I was like, wow, he must. And, you know, this wasn't the days where you just go on the Internet and say, where's Scott Bale? Right. Still yeah. not. So right. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't find you. And I used to get baseball weekly and all of that. I'm like, yeah. what happened to Scott Bale? And then all of a sudden... I'm looking at a box score or something, and I think it was the Rangers. I, I see your name, and I'm like, is that the same Scott Bales? Like, I mean, it was. You were, like, gone for four or five years. and then Four years. I, um, you know, I was with the Angels after I got traded from right. Cleveland, went to the Angels, um, had three years there. And then I was, you know, free agent. Didn't They didn't resign me. A couple teams said, well, if you'll sign, go to AAA till there's an opening. You know, after seven years, you kind of think, yeah, I don't know. My kid, I have three daughters. They were at an age, you know, where, shoot, they were 10, 8, and oh, 2. Yeah, so yeah they needed missing dad at a lot. Home. Yeah. And I became stay-at-home dad, soccer coach, basketball coach. You retired. I retired. I didn't go to spring training. I didn't go and get released. I just didn't go. Right. And great years. Loved it. Right. Good time to be at home with the girls. And then <laughs> some buddies from college in Springfield, Missouri said, hey, we got this uh, over 30 baseball league. Will you come and play? No. And what would you say? No I chance. Doing it. <laughs> no chance. Yeah. They kept asking. Then they said, hey, 
we won. We're going to some tournament in Arizona. We're going to go out early and play golf for a few days. Okay. I'm in. I'm Look, in. Yeah. I'm in. <laughs> go out and um, Dan O'Brien Jr. Dan O'Brien was the GM here. Yeah. It's all a little small world. Yeah. And he. Um, so is it. And his son was, I had gotten to know pretty well in Cleveland. Right. Uh, junior, he's now the assistant GM for the Rangers. Okay. So I go to Arizona. He texts me. I said, yeah, I asked him to play golf. I can't play golf. He goes, but I'll come by the game tomorrow and we'll go grab a beer after the game. Right. Perfect. He comes. I throw. I hadn't pitched. In, I hadn't played catch in three years. Oh my right. God! But your arm was alive. I <laughs> went nine against. You know. Yeah. Like this room. <laughs> <Yeah>. Sure. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the love. I appreciate yeah, yeah, it. How but, hard were you throwing? But, well, that's the thing. Yeah. At, at dinner that night, he goes, "Man, you know the Rangers are need a left-handed pitcher in the bullpen." I go. I go. That's the first time I threw in three and a half years. And he goes, I'm telling you, Scott, you're throwing harder than you ever did in Cleveland. The rest. Which, I, to me, is not always the best thing in the world. Yeah. You know, I think it takes away movement. Yeah. Sure. Um, and he goes, well, here's my card. I'm And this was in November. Okay. Yeah. And so I get home, and a week later, I'm having dinner, and I pull out stuff, and I go, hey, joint my wife. I said, look, Dan O'Brien Jr., we had a drink, and uh, he said to call him. And the girls are now older. 14, they, 12. They yeah, they're older. Dad, they, you got to do they it. Want it. You got to right. do they it. Want and, it. I got, <laughs> and I remember so clearly sitting there and saying, you can't do that. Right. You can't go from Let's not go doing. Yeah. Because so typically it never been it done. It never yeah. happens. Um, laid awake that night thinking about it. Called in the next morning and I had this whole plan created. I said, how about this? Get me a month in Puerto Rico. I have two months to get in shape. He's like, no, now. <laughs> no. He go, I go, give me two months. I'll yeah. go down the month of January. If I really crap the place up, it won't look bad on you guys. I won't embarrass myself. No one will know about it. Right. It never happened. I went down there and it went better than expected. Oh, wow. I go to spring training. That's a great story. Wow. Yeah, you know, one you know in a million. And had success when you came back. Had my best yeah. year since <laughs> my rookie amazing. year. That's you know what? Great. It's very similar to to the Jim Moore story, which happened after you. I mean, he had never played in the big leagues. Right, right. So it's different. But in terms of the comeback, he just came back from never playing. But but the comeback part of it is very similar to his story. Yeah, man, I'm gonna. That's tell pretty you, amazing. I'm gonna tell you how how wild that is because you basically shut it down. Didn't play catch. Shut it down. The girls didn't play, didn't play baseball. And you know, in sports, if you shut it down for a month, it changes. Yeah, I know. Now you shut it down for years, and then it came back. But I'm wondering, uh, Scott, mentally, I, I imagine the first time around, it was life or death. I, I got to get this done. I mean, yeah. I got to family. Got to make sixty grand a year. <laughs> <laughs> got to. Right. But I imagine that you're more mature. Uh, you understand now. For, the second chance element, I imagine, was huge. But mentally, how were things different for you towing that rubber for the first time in a couple of years at the big You know, I, I think the, the biggest thing was the game kind of, it was a different time in my life. Right. And the game kind of slowed yeah, down for me. Mm -hmm. I, you know, when I got back, you know, being in the big leagues, not a big deal. 
um, coming in a game with runners, you know, in scoring position in a late inning, not a big deal. You know, I, I knew I had my family, I had my kids at home. I was in good shape. Yeah. Um, and and it, it was more enjoyable. Right. I, I, yeah, I had more down. fun at the right, park every right, day. Yeah. I probably took a lot better care of myself yeah. those last three years than, <laughs> than the first six. Not a necessity, too. Oh. I mean, when you're older, you just have yeah. to work harder. Let me ask you this, Scott, and, and to Jay, Jay will understand this. You, you, your, your understanding where you are in the moment, you learn to appreciate it more. You're like, I'm here for, I'm going to enjoy this. Because the first early, when you first come in playing pro ball, You'll really freaking enjoy it. And you you're just, probably wide you're just, you're just like, yeah. I gotta keep going. I gotta keep going. I gotta make this money. Or I lose, I gotta, my, or I lose my, my job. I gotta keep going, right? And then at the end, it's funny. At the end, yeah. Then you start to, I gotta enjoy. I'm Real appreciation, well, yeah. Appreciate yeah. Appreciation of it. How, yeah. do, how do you like the uh, the new changes to the game? Um, pitch clock, some of the shift things. Um, um, in the picture. I I like all of it because I like a nice pace of yeah. game. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Who doesn't? Love it. Yeah. I, the 20-year-old the me, as I've been a huge baseball fan my whole life, I would have never thought I would like these changes. Any changes, I love them all. yeah. I love them. Now, it's hard not now, to. Really. Now, I, I got, as a pitcher, I got one right. small problem. I love working fast. Yeah. I think it's better for all the players on the yep. field. Let's go. Get people in and out. But um, the thing, you know, if you, like, 10 years ago in hockey, they started measuring the guys' pads. Yeah. Because yeah. they were right. getting to where they covered the whole goal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because someone's going to do that sure. until someone tells. Do you notice when guys, you know, stolen bases are way up? Sure. Again, yep. fun to watch. Yep. They're wearing these gloves. I know they I are. I see them in the double mittens. A. They don't go to the end of their finger. So yeah. the bases are bigger, so they're going to get yep. there an inch yep. or two quicker. And now some of these guys are wearing these gloves like this. I know, I've noticed the same thing. And you know what, Scott? Here's what's How amazing about that. How come no one's that. saying anything about that? Yeah, it is the, weird. The difference between first and second base, the edge to edge, decreased by four and a half inches, which is a lot. When they did and that, and then add four league, inches on a glove. Right. Well, well, I was just I was going to go there. So the, it, that four and a half inches increased the percentage of successful steals dramatically yes <clears throat> like more than tripled the success rate if you add two or three more inches to that yeah same but thing. i love it i i love it because i find the stolen bases exciting i, think yeah. Exciting I yeah but I, I love that they've made the bases bigger i yeah. don't love the fact that guys are wearing gloves that look like you know right. well because it, it all changes we have, the time they isn't, get there. Isn't we that have so they don't get their their hands no it's so they get wow. there quicker right. yeah the first time in a long time we have a guy this this kid on oakland nobody paying attention because they're ter the worst team I've ever seen, but uh, maybe worse than the 62 Mets. But uh, this kid, Yuri Perez, who's a rookie with uh, Oakland, he's he's on pace for almost 80 steals right now, which and we, we haven't thought, seen in a while. Well, even two years ago, we'd have thought yeah. that no one's ever going to approach that number ever again. Right. You know, like and, Rick and even if he doesn't hit, they're going to keep him up because they got no roster, you know. Yeah. Let him so, steal bases. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let him steal bases. And maybe, maybe slide feet first. And don't wear the extended yeah, I, glove. I, to your to your point yeah. of the gloves, I, and I know that we, it, this they'll keep getting longer until someone. They says will, something. but you know what we do every time a pitcher comes off the mound. What do we do? The umpire comes and yeah. looks at his glove. Checks it. I, I think that from now on, when you steal a base, it's at the other team's discretion. If you want to say, I want, the, I want, 
what is he doing that? What if somebody comes out with one of those number one foam fingers and yeah, steals right. the base that way? I know. You know, like we would say right. that's absurd. Yeah. But what they're doing with those gloves they're point? wearing, these big mittens that are I, adding three inches to the but, but, but back to yeah. the question. Yeah, I love all the changes. Yeah, I do too. I, right? I, I do. I think, and I, I'm like you. I would have never gone along thinking, yeah. you know, I'm an old dude. I, I like it baseball the way it was 100 years ago. But I love everything. I don't. I'm still not sold on the putting a runner on second base in the tenth yeah. inning. I, I, I never thought I would be. I kind of like it. I think it creates some extra excitement. It is. I wouldn't like it in the playoffs. Well, though, well here's the thing. They don't do it in the playoffs. Yeah. That's and, true. But here's the thing. What other sport changes its rules when the games become more important? Well, soccer, hockey, NBA, <laughs> in overtime. Yeah, you don't yeah, change yeah, yeah. anything. Well, in hockey, no, you but play you know, but Scott did. overtime. They're 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 you debating this. Well, you, you, so, so, yeah, so, you, you play overtime, and well, you have in to. In hockey, you yeah, have but, you have a, a shootout at the end of overtime. Yes, but they you don't have that after multiple yeah, overtimes. But, then they do the shootout. Yeah, and and it's because you have to determine a winner. It's a playoff game. So you know here. So you have to determine a winner. You can't let a game end in a tie. What? In so a but you don't have to let the games end in ties in the regular season. There's no yeah, tie. No, you don't. They, they determine in in the regular season in the NHL. They have a shootout to determine the winner. Yes. In the, in the playoffs, they keep playing the game. Right. But what I'm saying is, yeah. this is this is a fundamental rule change. You have to have a winner in baseball. Every game has to end with a winner and a loser. Right. In hockey, that's not the case. Yes, it is. No, it's not. It Every, no, there's no ties anymore. When did they knock that out? There's no more ties in hockey. Well, that tells, wow. you, how much years. That tells <laughs> you how much hockey I watch. So, yeah. I'm with you. I didn't know so, that. I didn't know that either. <laughs> I, I, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, what so, do you know? I watch, I watch, I watch this much hockey. hockey. Scott, Scott's question. So the yeah. NBA is, is experiment, been experimenting in the G League. They're about to change the overtime scenario here in the NBA. To, to what? So what it goes down to, instead of playing a five-minute overtime and figuring out who, who wins and force another overtime, they're going to play to a point. They're going to say, okay, let's say the score. Oh, pick a win. number. Right. So instead of it being 100-100 at the end, they say we're right. going to play to one. Like they play so the Elam, points. So the the Elam ending that they have. Yeah, yeah. I don't hate like that. that. What, what are your thoughts on that? I saw it in the G League. Like it wasn't bad. No, I don't It wasn't bad at all. I don't hate that at all. Scott, here's my fear about the pitch clock. And I brought this up with you because I know you're the other seam head that I knew would have a thought on this, yeah. and it didn't bother you. What bothers me is when we get to the playoffs, I, I go back to the – did you watch the World Baseball Classic, the last so, at-bat? Oh, yeah, with Trout. In the major leagues, that moment isn't what it was at the WBC because they didn't use the clock rules at the WBC. And every single pitch of that at-bat felt like a movie. It felt like who who writes this script? Right. Two guys from Hollywood, yeah. essentially, <laughs> playing the shadow of Hollywood. Uh, one on the mound, one in the batter's box. They're both the best players on their respective teams. They're teammates in the regular season, and the right. championship of the WBC has come down to that at bat. Right. It was unscriptable high drama. But but you have a whole, and the moment yeah. breathed. I like that it breathed. There was he took his time on the mound between pitches. I, I I'm feeling. And early on, Karinchak was our guy. That that clock was ticking. Yeah, and it yeah, felt yeah. like he was running on a treadmill. But we're seeing less of those now. We are seeing yeah. less of those now. But I'm afraid that when we get to the playoffs, for those moments that we most remember in life, in 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 the sport, they're going to speed through they're it. They're going to we're going to rapid fire through it, and instead of letting that drama build and breathe, yeah. does that is that a fear of yours? It's not. It's not, but no. I haven't really seen yeah, we'll it in see. action. We'll know in October, yeah. won't we? By yeah. the way, my favorite thing about the new rules with banning the shift. But that at bat. 
It was oh, amazing. Once it's in a, a million. It's for me. It's the most one memorable in, yeah. in my lifetime. I, I know that when I first started watching baseball, you knew like watching it from behind the pitcher and the ball was hit, and you knew as a big baseball fan whether it was a hit or not most of the time. Off the bat, you based knew. on that, yeah. And for years, you couldn't like. It used to be the ball was hit up the middle. You knew it was going to be a hit. And then that went away because of all the shifts. And now it's kind of back. Not 100%. Right. Because they st- still are shifting They're a little cheating. bit. They're standing They're right cheating. at the right. line. But it's it's backed a little more the way it used to be in that in that way. And I just think I think you, you're getting all the low-scoring games are flying. And the high-scoring games are taking longer, but who cares? They're high-scoring. They're right. fun. In that way, I, I just think it's awesome to watch. So. That's good. Yeah. yeah, I think the game's um, better. Where are you these days? I know you said you're working with the Cardinals. Do you where do you live? Yeah. Springfield, Missouri. Yeah, is that it's, where you're from? It's uh, yeah. I went to college there. Right. Met my wife there. Yeah. Kids grew up there. They're in all three girls for whatever reason have moved to Colorado. Oh, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Any specific reason? I don't know they what like it skiing. is. Well, no. Colorado is one of those areas though that draws based on personality. You yeah. know, I, I imagine they love the outdoors. Yeah, they love hiking. They love skiing. Yeah, and that, it, it made the mistake that. of teaching them how to ski when they were young, and, That's why and they're there. they love the mountains. But it's your fault, Scott. Yeah, it's all my fault. <laughs> so now my wife wants us to move out there, and I go, I have no friends out there. Right. Buddy Black is their manager, so at yeah, least I could he is. score a ticket to a Rockies yeah, game. I'm sure. But would you want to go to a Rockies game right now? Not really. So no. what's your involvement? At, what What is your um, involvement with the Cardinals right now? I know you said they, you're back with them. We do. Uh, we televise 15 games. Um, I do the color commentary on those nice. 15. Yeah, it's fun. Um, we try and act like we're in St. Louis. We drink beer during the broadcast. <laughs> um, and I do 10 home radio and 10 road radio. And then I just help kind of the sales staff if they need to meet someone or, right. you know, open a door for them. Right. But real flexible. Yeah, for me. right. Sure. For sure. Yeah. You want to work less, no not tu- harder. Yeah, no days. tough nine to five stuff. Love but you it. enjoy it? You enjoy I, what you're doing? I love it. I love it. And I and what I really love is coming back to Cleveland two mm-hmm. or three times a year. Tell us the, why you're back. Um, this is called the, I got to say, Guardians. Right. Yeah. Ambassador program. Right. And uh, actually, my minor league roommate, Johnny Farrell, who oh, yeah. also managed in the big leagues, yep. we had a bunch of managers off some really off bad that team, teams. Off yeah. that, that era. Off really I mean, bad teams. Was a, a little Hargrove, there, but the, he, he was the spring training before us. Yeah. Hargrove, Farrell, Ron Washington. Buddy Black. Buddy Black. And I think there's. Buddy a, Bell was there at that point? Yeah. No, Buddy he was gone. gone. Buddy yeah, because Toby was here. Uh, but off a bad team, a lot of good coaches, I guess. It's funny. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's funny. But I, and then I come back for the um, alumni um, golf tournament. Mm-hmm. We used to do one with the Browns. Oh, really? Yeah. Together. That would be fun. Yeah. And. Do you um, still play? Love to play. Love to play golf. No, do you still baseball. play baseball? No. Can I interest you in joining a team that's over like 60. national caliber team over, over 50? But the I Perkins think Perkins Pirates. Well, no, this is my high school team, but I do I do believe that um, we play in the t- the tournament in Arizona that you said you went out to pitch in. Was, yeah, was it in Arizona? Yeah, I've played in that every year probably for 15 years. And they go up to um, they do 50s, 60s. 60. Yes, they do. Right. But I think you could dominate. And still my in the guys 40s or 50s. that played, they're still going. Yeah, that oh, same. Wow. So if you did play, yeah. it'd be with I them. Could, I would probably right. go. Yeah. <laughs> Scott, favorite baseball movie of all time? Um, Bull Durham. Good one. Just because I have Very a little tie-in, the the 
a guy on our double-A team with the Pirates, his name was Craig Brown, but we, everyone called him Crash. Oh, funny. Wow. And so he had, but Crash had been released already out of double-A baseball and was in the North Carolina area when yeah. they did a call so for cast, parts. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, casting. Nice. Crash Brown, our Crash Brown start, you know, he looks good, good-looking guy, 24 years old. Oh, man. He, he starts running around with Costner at night. Oh, uh -oh. So Kevin Costner's your wingman. So they're, no, Crash Brown was his wingman. That's crazy. Yeah. Crash was showing him how it worked, and they became really good friends, and he, he was in other movies that yeah. he did as well. That's so, funny. Tim that's Robbins right. did not look like a pitcher, though. I love that movie, but Tim Robbins in, in did not look like a pitcher in that. Yeah, well, Charlie Sheen didn't no. exactly look like a pitcher. Either. Oh, and Char yeah, Major League. Yeah, we. I was in some of those scenes. Were you really? Right? Yeah, when they, you know, a lot of it was filmed in Milwaukee yeah. because yeah. of Union Comedy or something. Yeah. But we had a July Fourth game. One of the two days every year, we had a big crowd. <laughs> <laughs> and we'd have so they wanted scenic 50 60,000 people yeah. on, for fireworks and July 4th down by the lake and uh, so in the middle which they would never do this now middle of a major league game we were supposed to stay in the dugout in the bullpen and then they ran actors out on the field filmed it with a helicopter and then <laughs> oh, the they game would never resumed do that yeah, like no. like an hour later we oh, my God. Oh, wow. But Cleveland got some money, so here we go. Guys, today would be like, <laughs> Give yeah, us a no, check. that's not happening. Right. You, it was in the middle of the game? Middle of a game. You paused oh, for an oh, hour. Out, 45 minutes to an hour. Wow. Seriously? That is amazing. And, and you know what the players did then? No. Okay. Yeah, did the, what do you, I mean. We did the pitcher, pitchers that were pitching come back and pitch? Yes. Yeah, I, that would obviously never happen. And I think, now. lucky for us. I, That's I'm, what men were men, Bull. <laughs> yeah, Andy Adi was our pitcher that Oh, day. God, so it didn't matter to him. Yeah, he's throwing knuckleballs. That's a great story. There are no knuckleballs major league. Huh? There were no knuckleballers anymore. No. No, it's a lost At art. least not in the big leagues. Why is that? I don't yeah, know. I wonder that, especially given well, all everybody the wants everybody, everybody wants people oh, that can throw 95 miles an hour. I can probably tell you why. Because the people that could teach it are gone, right? Yeah, but they're well, not. But it, Black threw uh, it. It's just like the, didn't it, he? Blackie didn't throw it. No, I no. thought Black threw it. R.A. Dickey, I think, was Candy the last Adi. one. Candy, Candy Adi. Adi. Yeah. 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 So, so, wasn't R.A. Dickey the last one? When I, when I, with when the I say that, yeah. and the match, you know, then. You, this is what is taught. Things are taught at an early age, right? Yeah. And a lot of players, when they get to the big league, they're, they're really a reflection of what they were taught coming up. Yeah, when those people are removed and replaced with younger people. Hit, I would think it would Can, have Candy learned his after he got released from the Brewers. He well, had never thrown would, one. Well, a lot of guys would reinvent Tim, themselves. Tim Wakefield. Remember when they flew? Remember they had traded away Doug Mirabelli, who was can't, uh, was Wakefield's personal catcher. I don't oh know if you yeah, remember I this. do remember that. And then they traded him away, and whoever was the catcher was a, couldn't catch the knuckleball well, at all. It's they had to trade Zach for Mirabelli. And they had a big game. I don't know if it was the. It was a. There was a big game they were playing, and they they had a police escort taking Mirabelli to, to Fenway the Park to get there in time to get there in time to, to catch Wakefield. So the yeah. people, the people, if there's nobody down there that can teach it, right? Nope. How I would guess. they learn it? Why do you think it's out of the game? I don't everybody know. Wants hard throwers. I think everyone. I mean, they don't even sign college pitchers that are ten and one in college and give them a chance. 
because they only throw 84 now. Right. Yeah. And especially no now. No chance. Glavin, yeah, because Glavin might not even get a look today. Well, now. I they, would have never played professional yeah. baseball now. today. Now there's yeah. no, there's only four minor league teams per franchise now after that. that Cut down. There used to be, when you teams. played, there probably was like eight. Yeah. But even until recently, there was still six or seven. Now, now mm. there's only four. So you can't, like, there's less taking a chance on prospects. But you're right. I mean, the only guy in the, in the league I can think of now that doesn't really throw hard unless he's old is like, Kyle Hendricks from the Cubs is not a hard thrower. Right. He's one of the very few. I mean, there's very almost few. no guys like yeah. that anymore. In double A, you know, the Springfield Cardinals, we can run in five guys in double A that all throw 94 to 98. Wow. I've noticed every time I've gone to a minor league game, in the last couple of years, these guys come in yeah. throwing peas. And right. A, a relief pitcher throwing 97, 98 is just common. Another now. relief. Yeah, and, yeah. and they still have a six ERA. I'm like, how is anyone hitting that? <laughs> I like, I I mean, now it only stands out if the guy's throwing over 100. Like That's right. the only time it stands yeah. out anymore. As or if he has a, an, an A-plus secondary sure, pitch. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If As he's like, throwing 97 and can throw for strikes and has yeah. an A-plus secondary pitch, and if we got he two, can write his own paycheck. And if he got any movement on his fastball, you got to just guess. You're just up to, as a hitter, you're just guessing. Yeah. It is amazing. You're right. Guys that are throwing in their high 90s. Have, you know, they all have a five and How six. The hell are these well, honestly, that's why it's crazy when the Mets spent all that money on Edwin Diaz and he got hurt. But spending a ton of money on a relief pitcher these days doesn't make any sense because there's always another kid in the minors ready to come ready up. Ready to go. Yeah. And we, and we, in 1986, we had one guy on the team, see if you can name him, that threw over 90. 86. One was Bly pitcher. Levin still on that team? He didn't throw hard. He was a curveball. He didn't throw right? hard. He had a great curveball. Yeah. Um, 90. 80. 86. Oh, it's not coming to me at all. Reliever. Ernie Camacho. Oh, Ernie Camacho. Oh, yeah. Okay. And he was he was that the was closer it. for the for that. He team. was our closer. Yeah. He threw on the old radar gun. 92, 93, Ooh. occasional, and 94. It's Ooh. amazing how the game has changed. And now that's Bad kind of a is. soft throwing right-hander. Yeah, that's yeah. It is. Like... I mean, you better have pinpoint accuracy <laughs> right. and three pitches. Yep. If you're going to throw yeah. 90. I mean, that's it. Well, but guys, like, they work out like crazy. And maybe that's why there's so many injuries now because maybe. guys are, Do you, you know. Do you think that you know, back then, was there anybody we see Shohei Otani just I, you know, I haven't seen since high school somebody that is a great player that pitches, you know, usually it's the shortstop, the center fielder. He pitches all the innings and hits right. home runs. Well, I mean, was there anybody back in your day that could have potentially done that, um, but they just, it just wasn't a thing that they were doing back then? Or is this just an anomaly? I think it's a one in a yeah, not lifetime yeah. talent. You know, the way he struck out Trout in that it's game. Unbelievable. I mean, Unhittable pitches. Yep. By the best hitter in Major yeah. League Baseball. It's amazing. Unhittable pitches. And Trout doesn't see unhittable pitches. No. He's no. kind of like Kirby Puckett. Right. Yeah. They'll right. swing at anything and hit it hard. There's no real place to pitch him. There's no scouting report. Here's how you get him out. Right. You know, the our report was always for Kirby Puckett was um Walk him. You know, if you walk him, he only gets one base. Yeah, That's, he had walk him. Yeah, because he would he'd swing from his ankles to his eyes. Vlad Guerrero yeah. was like that too. Anything I mean, and, and just square it up and yeah. crush the ball. What a skill set! There were some pitchers that could that. hit in those days, but not like not like yeah. Well, I don't. And all pitchers try and tell you they were good hitters right. at one yeah. point. Wasn't Sutcliffe a good hitter? 
He says he was. <laughs> I mean, he I, hit a home run or two. He did hit a home run in the playoffs. Get lucky. That. Dave Burbis says Dave, he's a great. Don, hitter. I remember yeah. Don Robinson from the Pirates. I think was a good hitter. Yeah. Rick yeah. Rushell, I think, was well, a good hitter back in the day. The guys spent their time in the American but League with the DH. Like, never yeah. been. Never knew. No. Yeah. Brett Saber. I played in a tournament with Brett Saberhagen, and he was first of all, he didn't even pitch. Played shortstop. You know, played shortstop and played it incredibly by, well. Just by the very way, athletic yeah. and I, hit for all kinds of power. There was a game between the Mets and the Braves sometime in the 80s. I can't remember what year it was. It might have been 86 when the Mets went to the, won the World Series. But they played a game on the 4th of July. we got to look this up. They played a game on the 4th of July that ended at like 5 in the morning. They played 18 innings. There was a rain delay. And the game continued when Rick Camp who was not a good hitting pitcher, one of the worst hitting pitchers, was it hit a grand hit? slam, I believe, Jeez. to send the game to more extra innings. <laughs> I, I, if any of that's wrong, correct me. I know the game went to like you know, was and they did a fireworks show in the fi- at like 5 o'clock in the morning. I don't think it was 86 because but, that, and then I, think, I, I interned in Syracuse that summer and I, I logged every okay. Mets game well, that it, summer. I it was somewhere that. in the 80s where yeah. we camp. That's incredible. But, but incredible. You know, anyway. We're glad you stopped yeah. in, man. First oh, of all, I, that was one of my favorite eras, even though, you know, we didn't have one of those, you know, playoff run teams in there. No. It was a fun group to root for. It really was. It um, was. I, I loved those teams, and uh, it was great having you come by. Thank you good, very good much. Good for making MLB managers, I guess. Yeah, yeah. no, that's <laughs> right. That's I, what I liked, we were good at. There were a lot of them on that team. Scott, thanks. We appreciate Thank it. Thank you, guys. Love and continued success yeah. with appreciate the Cardinals. You. They're going to turn it around. Soon the Cardinals will be, become yeah, the Pirates, and the Pirates will become the Cardinals. Appreciate it. Scott Bales, um, I know that a lot of our audience remembers your days here, and it's always fun to watch him pitch. All right, great. Mikey, what do we do do next? I got a couple reads. We're going to mix some things up. I got to play something fun for you guys. So we'll get Scott out. As I tell you guys about Lorraine County Community College, I remember the third C. Finally got it right, Lorraine County Community College, your classes, your future. Register now for summer and fall classes. You can learn more at Lorraine ccc.edu to learn more and I might as well remind everybody that you can see your favorite <laughs> yeah, golf legends no play in the call it companies championship on July 12th through the 16th at the famous Firestone Country Club it is fun family friendly events all week long featuring a brand new never before seen fan zone experience the free attendance for kids is a must get and they have concerts every single night wow. trust me there is something for everyone and you can learn more at colleaguegolf.com. Matt's very excited about this. Um, they're really going to put a lot of effort into making this a, a, a go-to event in Northeast Ohio as a sporting event. Yep. Uh, and I hope it does. I want to give uh, Bull a shout-out real quick. Guys, encyclopedic baseball memory. Did I get Rick Cam thing right? On the 4th of July, and I knew it wasn't 86 because I, I okay. logged every one of those Mets yeah, games yeah. that summer during my internship. Yeah. And my birthday was 4th of July, and That's I would have right. remembered you, yeah, okay. if I was stuck at work. That's right. But listen to, listen to how good Bull's memory was. July 4th, 1985, the Mets beat the Atlanta Braves 16-13 in a 19-inning game. I think Camp made the last out of the game. Keith too. Hernandez hit for the cycle. Davey yeah. Johnson was ejected. The Braves came back to tie the game. Twice in extra innings, most notably in the bottom of the 18th. <laughs> the game especially highlighted by relief pitcher Rick Camp, a career 060 hitter <laughs> with it. no home runs, batting only because the Braves had nobody left to bat, shockingly hit a solo home oh, run a solo on an 0-2 pitch yeah. in the 18th off Tom Gorman. Okay. 
to tie the game Tom and keep Gorman, it going. I remember him. A little memory. Uh, I thought it was a grand slam, so I got that wrong. But that was about all was, you got wrong. It was still a home run. Yeah, that was, was pretty, wild. Pretty damn impressive. Yeah. Memory. Very wow. good. So was, we are going to uh, show you guys a video here shortly. I need Anthony to get back for this. Okay. okay. So before we do that, we got a special top five for you guys today. Ooh. Yeah, I saw this. It special is. Top and I didn't five. tell you guys for a reason what it is. Okay. And there um. was a reason for that. Uh, <laughs> now that basketball season's over. Brad is going to take a little time off, enjoy his mayoral duties, enjoy some time with his family. I know your daughter officially graduated on Tuesday, Brad. Is that correct? Wednesday. Wednesday. Wednesday congratulations. congratulations to your daughter. Congratulations. And I know you are a busy, busy man out of here, so we're going to see Brad periodically, but not on a uh, regular basis anymore. So we decided to go through the archives and find our five favorite Brad sayings. Oh, wow. Of his year. On <laughs> He's had some CSS. really good ones, too. Yeah, he said some Allegedly. good ones. Allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly. I'm going to set all these up, just so you guys know. Okay. Mm. The first one comes whenever we're talking about the Browns, especially last season, particularly between the weeks of, like, 1 and 14. <laughs> the defense <laughs> was getting attacked, and we were asking, who's the leader? Like, who's going to step up and invigorate this defense to play a little harder? And Brad's classic saying in all those was, we ain't got no dogs. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't got no dogs. <laughs> that is so true. Yeah. So, Brad, Brad we, we want to laugh. And until proven otherwise, we still don't. You ain't lying. Until proven otherwise, they still don't. still might not got Hopefully, they finally have some now. words of Steph Curry, I see no lies. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I mean, we ain't got no dogs. We need more dogs. Yeah. What's number four? So, number four could come at any point in any show. You never knew when this one was going to pull up, but this was – you know, death, taxes, and at some point in the show, take it, Steve. Brad mentioning Michael Jordan. Yeah. Hey. At some point, hey. this was a guarantee to come up. Hey, and Brad, hey. if I knew MJ like you, you can't get wrong on with the goat, man. Right. Like, listen, listen, I'd mention him ten times. If, if he was my former teammate, I'd mention him just about in every sentence. Hey, hold, hey, hold, you know, what would Michael Jordan do here with an 0-2 count? Hey, 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 hold on, Mikey. Bring me that graphic back. Bring me that graphic back. I want to just see Jordan on the screen real quick. Just put it on the screen. There you go. No, nah, you didn't have to do it. Look, see, if you say it the same way, Brad, you get it to, you get it to come up. Listen, stop, stop, <laughs> stop previewing what's to come here. Stop previewing what's to come. Yeah. <laughs> Anthony, give me the tag board ready because you know it's coming. All right, number three. This usually comes, Brad's voice gets very low when he's going to say this. Mm. And sometimes we tell Brad, hey, Brad, when you get serious, yeah, yeah. you still have to talk. You can't whisper <laughs> into the mic. The, the mic levels can pick up your seriousness. But he starts every serious sentence with, take it, Steve. Y'all, let me tell you something. <laughs> <laughs> let, me let me tell you something. <laughs> you do. You know what? I've never really picked up <laughs> on that. But and his after seeing it, he does say and that. His, and his lips don't move when he say it. He'd be like, let me tell you something. Like a ventriloquist. <laughs> he got it. Let me tell you something. Tell you something, G. Hey, right hey, now. Listen, they, I'm like, where's the puppet at? <laughs> you got somebody? <laughs> oh, Mikey on a roll. Keep going, Mikey. Yeah, these are good. These are well, really this, good. This next one involves me, and G kind of alluded to it, but let's just say there's a graphic on the screen, and someone else is talking, and Bring the graphic back. goes away, and it's Brad's turn to chime in. He Bring it back. back. You know it says. <laughs> I need hey, that. Mikey, Put that back up. Hey, put that back, back up, Mikey. Put that back hey, up, Mikey. Hey, you know, you know he got, up, you know his fingers is crazy long. He like seven put feet. He got up. seven feet long fingers. Looking skeptical with that uh, floating Mikey head there. Yeah, like come on back over here. Yeah, bring that back this way. Like I can't. He, he don't like the screens. Serve it up. He don't like the up. screens being empty when he talking. It don't have the same hit. It don't hit. It don't hit the same. No, I need. I need my graphics. Come on. Pull that back up, Mikey. Come on back up here, Mikey. And number one, you know what? 
I don't actually know if Brad physically said this or if it was just the you look physically that say got, something. He actually said <laughs> actually it. Actually said or it. Or if we just see. attributed it to him. It was a look that got memed that has been put and played on this show time after time after time. What is it? So I don't know what it, if he actually said it, but Brad, you'll know the face, you'll know the meme. Steve, take it. No, that's some BS. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't actually say that. Right. I don't think so. But it looked like, like, look, he kind of like. And he, you're and saying he, it with your face. Right. Yeah, Real. the look says it all. The and look shout says out to it all. Dion, who initially made the meme. Yeah. I don't think you actually said it, but this meme is now yeah. locked into tag board. Yeah, yeah like, yeah, it right. really is a good one. But by, I, by the uh, way, man, you you miss one. You miss one. Is one. You miss one. Hey, you, hey, you, you miss this one. Hey, hey. You know what he can't do? He can play dead at a funeral. No, no, no. That's right. Dead at a funeral. <laughs> that is true. He can't play dead at a funeral. He can't play, he dead, can't at play dead at a funeral. That's I know a good it. one. I know it because I, I done played with some guys like that. I done played five dudes like that that look good, play good on, in practice. But you know what, Tyvis? Can play dead at a funeral. <laughs> I know. I know. Number eight overall pick. Number eight. Number eight. Complain dead at a funeral. Listen, I tell you what. Quick too. Complain dead at a funeral. I seen a lot of dudes on on the, on the circuit. I seen them all on the circuit. USA basketball, everything. I told Cheyenne the same thing. I said I was behind the bench. Told Cheyenne, hey, you better get it together. <laughs> what are you doing out there? <laughs> what you, what you, you doing out you there? You better like, get. You, you better, better be act like you know about what we doing. You Cheyenne Sellers and the rest of them couldn't play dead at the funeral. Don't be disparaging the family name out there. You got it right, Jay. You got it right, Jay. That is true. That's Can't funny. play dead at a funeral. That that's, that's a, a good one. one. That's a classic. That is that's a, a classic. One. That is that's in others true. receiving votes. It's a really good one. Yeah. Uh, yes, <laughs> yeah. Well, no question. We know, we know it's not the end. We will see you periodically. Oh, but yeah, just no thank question. you for everything you've no done. Question. Oh, oh my God. Uh, yeah. yeah. Listen, like, appreciate I, you guys. Brad, before the show started, I obviously knew who you yeah. were. You had no idea who I was. I saw you a couple of years ago at the Greater Cleveland Sports Awards. And I literally was going to come up to you and introduce myself. And I got close. And somebody, I can't remember who it was, maybe the mayor at the time or somebody else, okay. another dignitary came up and, and, and shook your hand and you were in conversation. And I didn't want to inter- interrupt. Because I didn't know you. I didn't know your sensibilities, how you would. Yeah. I just wanted to say, you know, I've been a longtime fan of yours. You've always represented Cleveland well. I just wanted to say hello. And I never got the opportunity. It was really the only time I'd ever seen you in, in real life. Um, I'm so mad that I didn't do that. Because when I heard you were coming on board the mm-hmm. show, I was like, I finally get to meet the guy, <laughs> number one. And number two, I'd always heard you won't find a nicer human being. You won't find a, a better human being, and I've now I've learned that firsthand working with you well, listen, as we have. I appreciate you. Thank you, thank you, Jay. But I, I, I tell you what, it's been a great run, and obviously I'll be back. Um, but I just tell you this: it has been, I think, what this the city has needed. So a, a show that really gave you first takes was not we're not encumbered by any philosophy here, right? Right. You, you get the real deal here, right? When you go to other, <laughs> we all know you get to other networks and other stations and other other things. Sometimes you're kind of pigeonholed into what you can do here. We're beholden to no one. No, mm-hmm. they give you that's the right. full reign here, right? That's and right, so yeah. when you get people's thoughts here, that's what I've appreciated about each and every one of you. You get people's real thoughts. When we, even when we have disagreed, right? That yeah. is your real thought coming at you, right? Yeah, that's right. And so, and then uh, the thing about it is it has allowed the show to grow. It has allowed people that follow us on the show to express their own opinions, and some sure. are with you, some are not with you, and some will stay out with you on Twitter afterwards, making sure they get oh, their yeah. point across to yeah. you, 
right? But it's good. It's all it's all wholesome, and uh, we all want the same thing. Well, you're our go-to basketball expert, um, and we're going to be. This is by no means goodbye. This is a. Brad's going to enjoy some time in the summer where he's By the only way, doing the f- one full time. The first job. time I met Brad, we were on a panel oh, yeah, uh, that, 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 at the, the Jewish News Breakfast. Yeah, right. and, uh, um, and I was sitting next to Brad, and I'm like, man, I already look short. I'm sitting next to Brad. <laughs> <laughs> and then we put you next to him every day. Exactly. Hey, that's the- but on these chairs, it doesn't look like as big a difference. No, but I feel like I can tell him this now because we are amongst yeah. friends. Brad, when you're not here, yeah. and maybe he's told this to you yeah. firsthand. Because that's the way Bull is. But when you're not here, he always says this. God, I, I love Brad. But man, sitting next to him is so hard. His damn legs are sticking more, out like I, Right. I, I don't have long legs, but if I can't stretch them out, they, like, hurt. I'll, I'll tell you Brad's what, legs take up a lot of space. Brad, I call him the OG, man, because, man, it's like when I got on the set, I really felt like I had, like, a like an older uncle that was up here, right? You know what I'm saying? Like somebody... They can teach you the ropes to give you that that word. And, and I always look forward to coming in and to hang out and, and talk with Brad because not only like professionally him doing the job, it's like, you know what I'm saying? I look up more I look up to him more outside of the business than even inside of the business about how to be a, a, a black man and handle your business, about how to look people in the eye, tell them straight things and stand on what you're supposed to stand on. So for me, like I always call him the the OG because he he really showing putting it down out there how you be a family dude how you take care of your Great family example. and handle business so yeah I always got love for Brad and you know I and he one of the dudes that I, I pull up and ask anytime like hey what I, what should I do with this how should I do with well, that man well G I appreciate uh, I appreciate it but I appreciate that I, I would say this uh, I've watched this group counsel the young fellas G. Tyvis on many things about yes. in, in this profession what mm-hmm. to do and I'm in alignment with Scott but Scott Bales I'm in a position now. I can't go back 30 40 years ago and do that I'm now in a position where I enjoy just being in this position watching the others come through right? That's fun And then I give you my pers- uh, my perspective and then you do it at what you will you know I know mm-hmm. Tyvis was in some things the other day. I called yeah. Tyvis offline. I said let me tell you something. This is what I see Right. Let me tell you something. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's enough. There it is. <laughs> Pull it back up, Mikey. This, this is what I see. And now you have to do what what you will. Yeah. I'm just going right. to give you some input. Yeah. Now you right. have to you have to make the decision what that's you right. want to And be. Tyvis and right. G yep. and many others in the community right. are lucky that they have you right. as that mentor right. but, and that leader. Because when I came through, I had some old school guys that gave me some leadership, but nobody had ever done the things that I have done. Right. 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 And so now. What you do, you don't hold on to that. Even in this profession that we're in now, you pass it on like, here sure. you go. That's the obligation. That's, right. that's your obligation. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. And that's the obligation of this show because I think the one thing that sets well with people out here, they come to us because they're going to get a real deal, honest take on it. Right. And that's you know right. you're going to stand behind it. You're not going to change your story when you get to the grocery store. Exactly. And so I was just saying with the crew. No, right. said, no, 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 no. It is real. Yeah, it yeah, is yeah. genuine. We don't Sometimes do that. It's, it's a little, you know, a little abrasive. Yes. That's why that's, no why, the, that's why the players get mad at us. They be texting you. Yeah, they yeah. be in them inbox like, oh, you come talking on. about me. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? You, you haven't worked in the business until you've heard from a player. <laughs> right. That's right. take that you gave that they didn't like. Oh, yeah. It's a badge of, of honor when a player blocks you on Twitter. The, the real <laughs> skill set, and very few in the business have it, they can disarm the player with their personality and be like, you know, and somehow the player doesn't feel like that yeah, it was out right, of hatred. Right. Right. You're just doing your job. All right, Mike.
We got one more Built Bar read. I got a video to show you guys we have to react to, and then we are going to uh, wrap it up with some final takes. But if you haven't and you need a weekend snack, check out Built Bars. Use promo code LOCKDOWN15 for 15% off at Built.com. They are delicious, nutritious, and they come in a lot of flavors. Uh, here on UCSS, we have video restrictions. You know, we're limited to our studio. But sometimes the best content can be simple content. And we saw yesterday with one particular NFL schedule release. That yeah, this is brilliant. The simplest of content, the least edited, the, the basics can be better than anything you could spend time and time and time editing. And I want to play this for you guys. If you haven't seen it, this be is, ready to laugh. It is funny. freaking hysterical. And if you have, well, watch it again. This is the Tennessee Titans yeah. 2023 schedule. Brilliant. What the f is that? <laughs> this is so good. Did you guys see it? I did, yeah. So St. Louis Rams. <laughs> Show oh. the logo instead of who they play. Lana uh, McQueen. No. <laughs> oh, wow. oh, that's just the football logo. <laughs> the Boston Bobcats. No idea. No idea. <laughs> This one is the Red Stallions. It's a Pirates from Caribbean. From the islands of the Caribbean. Chester Cheeto. <laughs> Tigers, North Carolina Tigers. <laughs> Texas, that's the Cowboys. That's the Cowboys. Texas, got that. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> Atlanta. That, that's Florida. Florida Dolphins. Oh, Texan Texans. Eagles, Eagles, Eagles. Um. <laughs> Who's that? Bulls? Who? Patriots? That's a Patriots logo. <laughs> I don't. I'm. They, they, that it actually does not exist. <laughs> wow. That is Nash. That is so good, man. That's great. Ooh. I was just tell, cracking tell up. Them, tell them what that. the Falcons did today. The Falcons apparently changed their name on Twitter to the Red. The Red Stallion. Red Stallion. Which is even <laughs> all, all the teams that have been mentioned have now tweeted about it and yeah. changed. The Colts are now not the Cowboys. The Browns have tweeted. Uh, you can take this. It's just the football logo. That's to be honest, we're good with this. <laughs> the Carolina Panthers have whatever they were called. So it just goes to show you sometimes that is so good. you don't have to go elaborate. Sometimes the simplest stuff can be yeah. the best. And obviously yeah. there were probably plenty of people that knew, but they just used the funny one. So. Yeah, there's another one, Mikey, that I saw yesterday that one of the um, – uh, it was a player asked his young children and nieces and nephews uh -huh. to go through and do the exact same thing. So yeah. I don't know who did this first. Oh, but yeah, theirs was hilarious too because kids. They, th there's kids a TikTok are series great. where people ask their parents, "Hey, what logo yeah. is this?" Yeah, oh, okay. So okay. Chargers, series. Chargers, Chargers did their did anime. anime thing. Do you guys want to see real quick the Bulls? The uh, Browns, excuse me, is five minutes. We'll show you a minute. You want to see the Browns? Yeah, yeah. sure. Oh, I actually did not see the Browns one. I didn't know the Browns. Welcome into the DPW.
schedule release rumble. Nathan Zagura at ringside with the most must-see WWE superstar of all time, The Miz. This is gonna be awesome. Look at Brownie standing there in the middle of the ring ready to go. Oh, there he is, the Covington cat, the picture of health with a pot full of chili. Looking like Kevin from the office spills the chili all over the place. Brownie, can you help him out? How about a little chili con brownie? It's the Yimzer Yeller. Oh, and here it is, the most electrifying move in DPW history. It's the Brownie Elbow. By God, that's the Music City One Man Band's music. This guy looks like he had a few too many old sodas on Broadway last night. And Brownie gives him the Brownie Cutter. I guess there won't be an encore. Oh, great. It's Edgar Allan Poser. What's he writing, miss? Emo's not dead in this guy's eyes. Oh, but Brownie says, Brownie stop! Brownie's on the top rope and he's just chilling because it's the bye week. So they did 14 of those. Uh, no offense. Games in total. I think it's terrible. It fell really flat for me. I was confused. I, I, I was lost. I, 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 I couldn't know. follow along. Here's the funny thing they spent a ton of money animating all that, writing it, narrating yeah. it, editing oh. it, and. The we, Browns. We saw the best one was th they went out with a with a probably a video phone, uh, a camera phone with yeah. a with a uh, lavalier mic and just interviewed people and, and that yeah. was it. Although the Chargers did one with anim anime, yes, which said. I'm not a big anime guy, but I thought it was actually it was really good. creative. You know how I much thought this was terrible. But you know, you know how much thirty seconds of animation costs. Oh my god! Oh, trust me, I, I tried to price it. There's like, sir, you don't have enough. That was our linebacker. The Browns yeah, do not have a very good. <laughs> our linebacker. The Browns like, don't have a very good social media game. No, that was a linebacker half have. the renovations. If you go through all 32 <laughs> NFL teams, yeah. There were two or three that were phenomenal. The Chargers yeah. is on that list. The Titans, obviously. Right. A couple were phenomenal. A couple, quote unquote, understood the assignment. But most of them they, were probably just. Here, here's, here's, a couple were bad. Here, real quick. Here's a note to the Browns. You want some young talent that know how to get behind the camera, get social media, get Go your to game TikTok. going. No, no. Go to the University of Maryland. Watch the ones they put oh, out for, really? for Maryland women basketball. The stuff they put out these it's kids. Creative. That's unbelievable. Wow. Unbelievable. This is the next generation of content creators. Um, and, unbelievable. And, and they are men and women, young Titans, men and young women. The Titans just, you know, sent some really creative young kids out yeah, on the street. It was awesome. And came back with an absolute Hilarious. home run. And the music they used was great. Uh, Mikey, time Let's for last uh, takes. Skip, skip me. Final takes. We got, we got quick final takes skip around me. Yeah, I don't, I don't have anything. Yeah, I'm I actually, actually, I do have something. I do right. have. Right. So, so I actually wrote a couple things down, so I didn't didn't fail to forget and mention things that I wanted to get into this. So, what I want to do is I want to definitely apologize to the viewers and Annika Sorenston. Right, earlier this week we were interviewing her, um, and I made a mistake in referencing uh, the East Palestine, Ohio train uh, disaster. And it was just a slip on my on my half and had a, a mental lapse. So um, it was a bad mental lapse on my part. And I do want to take accountability for that, uh, for misspeaking and sincerely apologize for the air. Um, as I did say, it was an honest mistake, but I want to make sure that people understand that I am aware of the mistake and um, we try not to let that, that type of stuff happen again. So always want to stand up when you do something wrong or may offend some people. So I just wanted to say I apologize to Annika and East Palestine as well. All right. Very good. Appreciate it. Um, plans for the weekend. Anybody going to go out and do something? It's supposed to be nice weather for the rest of the day, but I think rain tomorrow. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. 
I got free time. You got to get in that basement and clean that basement out, Jay. I am That's what's about to happen. Nothing I, better than cleaning out the basement. My, my Little League team is off to a terrible start again this year. We're 0-2. Oh, no. And we're getting them out at 7 o'clock in the morning to sun Sunday to practice. I'm not effing around anymore. I am, <laughs> I am going to go find them. Two days. By the <laughs> Two way, days with the young we, kids. Were, we almost made a miraculous comeback. We were down 10-1 in the last inning yesterday. We scored four. It was 10-5. We had the bases loaded. Oh, my god! So, the gosh. tying run was so on you deck. You brought the, the tying run to the oh, – But the tying run was on deck. My catcher hit a bullet line drive up the middle. The pitcher somehow snared it. Oh that, in Little League, I'm that's, gonna a, cut, that's I'm, a hit 99 out of yeah, all. I'm right. going to go cut my grass. I got grass to cut. Yeah, homeowner. Oh, that's right. <laughs>